You're listening to the Realtor Marketing Podcast with Los Angeles Realtor and team leader, David Bramante. With over 20 years of experience selling homes, condos, and apartment buildings throughout Southern California, and having been the manager of two Keller Williams brokerages, David connects with the many top producing residential realtors and commercial brokers he knows to discuss their marketing successes and failures as they have expanded their realty businesses. Now, here is the show. Hey, hey David. Hey. Hi. So we were just talking about Yelp ads. Yes. We've run a bunch of them. We've run them for VRE investment, for sales management and leasing. And then we've done a couple for our realtor. Yes. And then the last one we ran, it was, we spent $300. thinking about like, are they successful? Well, just the last round we did for VRE investment, it was about... $340. $340. And how did that, how month. did you, cause you set that up. How did you come up with that number? Uh, I was doing close to the minimum, but trying to get it like between, I think the minimum you can do is $10 a day. Okay. So it's $10 a day. Plus there's some bells and whistles you can add to your page, but the main one is the Google ads, which I think the minimum is $10 a day. The main one is the Yelp ads. Yeah, the Yelp ads that bumps you up really high in the search results. So you're a sponsored search result. Okay, so the people, when I Yelp something, the people that are showing sponsored, they've paid at least $10 a day to be there. That's right, yeah. For Los Angeles, I think, yeah, I think it's across the board. Whatever city you're in, it's minimum $10 a day. So we did the minimum there. And ran it for 30 days just to see and we've done this we do this like every year or so that work and then they usually do not but then we wait like a year and we're like okay well let's try it again right because you forget about how you spent three hundred dollars and it didn't work yeah it didn't work Okay, so here's mainly what I've noticed is what I was going to say is the thing is, is that we also get kind of like tricked at the beginning because you do get some inquiries where people are requesting prices. But once you respond to those, they never re reach out. So to me, it kind of feels like which I think Yelp has the power to do this and they probably employ enough people that it kind of feels like fake inquiries when you first this is your conspiracy this is is your conspiracy yes 100 it feels like fake inquiries for people that newly sign up for ads they definitely must drive more traffic to somebody that just signed up to reward them for signing up so i think there must be some kind of yeah lever spigot that they're turning on to kind of direct more traffic to you but yeah. with, uh, it's it's very similar, but on a much lower scale with Zillow Premier that we had. It's you get all this traffic with Yellow, yeah, with Yelp, you get all this traffic like a little spike in the beginning, but it phases out pretty quickly. Yeah, for sure. And so it's mainly leasing and management accounts. It's no buyers. It's no sellers. So that's frustrating. So it's definitely so anyways, we ran, something to keep in mind. We ran the ads. 
Yeah, we ran the ads in January, January 2020, and we got a few inquiries for leasing, but they weren't, they were not really serious, Mm -hmm. which is the case with a lot of real estate, quote unquote, leads. So I think that's really an important- No buyers or sellers. Yeah, that's like a very important distinction that you're making, because that's also our experience with Zillow Premier. It's like, yeah, the volume is there. I get a lot of inquiries, which is a great way of phrasing it. You know, you get a lot of emails with a half phone number or like a clearly faked email address. But how many of those are real deals, you know? Mostly none of them. So I think it's really important for realtors or any professional who's doing advertising to be like, what am I going to consider ROI? Because just a phone number of someone who never answers to me, like doesn't qualify as a lead. Well, with that growth hacking white paper that we did, uh-huh. that was the thing that we were seeing is a lot of our marketing, even if we did a self audit in the beginning, when we first started marketing, like 10 years ago, we were doing marketing with no actual goal in mind. For sure. Like, okay. For example, like with Yelp spending $330 or whatever, which is not a lot of money, but you're giving your hard earned money to another company. What do you expect in return? And our goal for January was just so everyone knows was one property management account, which would basically have made it like we didn't make any money, but we didn't lose any money on the ad costs. Well, we would have made like 200 for the minimum for management. It's 500. So that would have made it profitable. So is that like a fair expectation? That's why we, I'm like, Oh, let's try it out again for like small investment. Let's see if Yelp, can deliver this year right because mm-hmm. we've done it so many times like once a year so we check and no it was not worth it if we spent 330 or 340 we didn't get a management account but we went in clear like this is what we expect yeah and we it did not achieve that so reluctantly because this can happen so then we turn off the marketing but you kind of feel like ah, let's like give it one more month we didn't give yelp enough time but that's bullshit like no yelp has been around a long time you gave them money on your expectation. And if they can't, then you have to turn it off and be disciplined. For sure. I totally agree. And it's okay if you're expect, if like the only goal you set is that, oh, I just, I want to be on the top of the search results. I don't care about, you know, some people might have that mindset, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. doing this for the actual lead. I'm just doing it so that my current clients, you know, see me, which is a totally fine goal. It wasn't ours, but... Some people do have yeah, that well, what do you, as well. Well, that's okay. So that's a different thing. But what do you think about that? Because now Yelp is blurring the lines between what is an ad and what is an organic search result. So it kind of is like, yeah, we didn't get a client, but does it make sense to pay just so you're at the top? Because now you'll show up twice. You'll be in the ad space at the top. And then if somebody scrolls down, you'll see the organic numbered, like one, two, three, four results. And for you, uh-huh. you personally don't like sponsored ads. I really, so every time we do marketing, what David and I do is we look at it from also a consumer standpoint. How would we feel if we saw this? And so for me with Yelp, I know that when I'm looking for a restaurant, especially, or like a nail salon or whatever it is, that I immediately skip the sponsored results because I don't trust them. I want to see the results in listing of what actual consumers are giving their reviews as. Yeah, it's weird because with the, obviously Yelp wants to make money. So that promoting 
the sponsored ads is the play for them, but they are blurring the lines. So I don't, but you know, for like somebody that's older who doesn't understand the distinction between a sponsored result and an actual person that's working really hard and getting in and organically showing up, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. to that, that person. So they may just, they're just going to see the list. They'll see number one and then just call number one. They're not going to, they're not, I, you know, I think it's like a distinction between the age of the person looking at it. What do you think? I, I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about that question. I don't know if I necessarily agree or disagree, but I do think that if it's like people are going to a page that's the Yelp is for reviews to see what other people think about the business. So if you're going there and that's why you use Yelp, maybe we're not like consciously, Oh, I need to see what, you know, it's rated by my peers, but that's, you know, why people are using Yelp. Couldn't you take $300 and pay 10 people $30 to leave you a five-star review on Yelp? And that would have a bigger impact on your business? Um, I don't know. Yelp is like so aggressive about enforcing uh, real. They do a good job of making sure that the reviews are real. So, and then if you do a sponsored, so let's say you're paying the $300 minimum a month. Mm-hmm. And then there's the sponsored results at the top of that list, you know, on your screen. And then the bottom ones are the organic numbered ones. Mm-hmm. If you have five reviews, 10 reviews, 30 reviews in the sponsored position and the organic position in the list, you're going to see the review count. So to me, I just think it's like deceptive to the person going to the site. But I don't know. It's like, should people that are paying for the ads be bumped up to the top? The cool thing about Yelp in the beginning was it was just organic and it was just as authentic as possible reviews. So Yelp has done a good job keeping out these BS reviews, but now they're kind of, they, you know, for, I feel like they're kind of undermining their system by doing that anyway. So I think though, if you have $300 and you don't expect anything from it, like no ROI, but you just feel like Yelp is important then you would pay for the sponsored position because you're in the organic position, right? And you just show up twice on the list. I don't think it's worth it. I think you could take $300 and spend it in a different marketing bucket. I don't think Yelp deserves that $300, especially in LA where it's so competitive, but who knows, maybe in like a smaller city where it's not so competitive. Yelp is like, it's competitive no matter where you are. There's like a thousand realtors everywhere. So for me, I don't, I don't know that people are looking. I do think that homeowners and property owners are probably looking for contractors on Yelp and they're probably Mm -hmm. looking for property management, but I doubt that they're ever looking for a realtor. What do you think about that? Yeah, I do think that there's definitely a less of a, less of a use of Yelp to find a realtor versus using Google or something. But Mm -hmm. our experience was that for property management and leasing, which we both believe are definitely things that realtors should be doing. Um, Yelp is really, beginning. really awesome for yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. 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 In the beginning of their career. All right. So I think if you had $300 and you only have $300, you should not spend it on Yelp. You should definitely put for it sure. in Google ads, but for anyways, sure. anything else about that? No, I completely agree with you. All right, cool. Bye. Okay. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to the Realtor Marketing Podcast. If you thought this episode was valuable, then please give it a five-star rating and share it with a friend. Also, our team is looking for realtors like you to discuss marketing strategies and your business. If you're interested in being interviewed, then please visit our website at www.therealtormarketingpodcast.com.